0: Dads, do you want a thriving business that doesn't control you? A passionate marriage and kids that adore you? Do you want to grow deeper in your faith? Be healthier, both physically and mentally? Build more meaningful relationships with your friends? Welcome to the Balanced Business Dad Podcast, where in each episode, we dive into balancing and optimizing the six pillars of life faith, health, marriage, fatherhood, brotherhood, and business. And here are your hosts pioneers of the balanced business dad movement, Dustin Hogue and RJ Campbell. What is up guys and welcome to another episode of The Balanced Business Dad. I'm your host, Coach Dustin, and with me always my co-host, the very seasoned, the very distinguished Mr. RJ
1: Campbell. RJ, how are you? I think I'm good. You I'm think? a little more seasoned. Yes. A little bit more, whatever the hell the other word was. Yeah. <laughs> I already forgot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's pretty good. That also shows that I'm sixty. Seven seconds, I already forgot the, one of the two adjectives. Yeah, that happens. Oh, what the hell?
0: So <laughs> let's jump right in. What, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? What you are know, we so talking about? One of the goals as the Balanced Business Dad for us, our mission for that we want in our lives and we want every other husband and father to have out there is going to be kids that adore us. Mm. You know, it is so important, you know, again, why you've heard the story, but I used RJ very early on that I used him as a mentor, as a father and as a husband, because I saw the relationship he still has with his kids and his kids, you know, are great people. So I knew that is something I wanted. I wanted kids that adored me. And For that to happen, we can't just let that happen by accident. We actually have to work on it. And I don't know if that's something, RJ, you knew you were doing when you were raising your kids. And yet
1: it's something that you did really well. I did not. Yeah. (laughs) Nobody is hearing me shake my head. That was professional podcaster right there. No. But it's interesting because... And I call
0: BS on RJ a lot when a he lot. says stuff like that, because I don't believe things happen on accident. I think you have to be purposeful for them. And it might have just been your moral compass, your programming, but you knew that you wanted to be a good father. You might not have really sat down and thought about it, right? This is what I'm going to do. And yet you did it. And I don't think that was on accident.
1: I would agree with that. Yeah. It's not that I read a book or hired a coach But we have mentioned before, you know, I had a good relationship with my father. So, caught that. Uh, Definitely had the desire to be a good father, to raise well-adjusted kids. Yeah. I have five big sisters, which gives me five older brothers-in-law. Yeah. Also raised good kids and good guys. So, yeah, all those things played into it without, I guess, really knowing that you're modeling their behavior. You're looking for them as an example and as... You know, a leader without even knowing that's what you're doing. So, yeah, right. you don't dumb luck into it. You may dumb luck into who the people are that are around you. Right. Yeah.
0: And I think, you know, something you said there, it's, I never read a book on it. I never, I never hired a coach on it, but I had the desire and desire gets you really far. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really far. If that desire is truly strong enough. Now you you did it and coaching and things like that weren't as prevalent they are now and but I think you did have mentors and coaches in your life. You just didn't know what that was.
1: That is true. Yeah. I did not know that I was utilizing my older brothers-in-law as mentors or coaches. Yeah. But you see what they did. So you model it really without even knowing you're modeling their mm-hmm. behavior. Yeah. I saw their relationship with their with their kids mm-hmm. and how involved they were. and thought, hmm, okay, that must be what you do. Yeah. So, again, it's kind of dumb luck by who's around you. Now, I'm assuming if they were really crappy dads. That I would have been different I would have known that it's okay, don't model that one right, you know, so I, I shouldn't say it's just dumb luck because you you're smart enough to make you know that that decisions okay that that's not a good behavior to model, but these are good behaviors to model, so yeah, yeah. so
0: yeah. let's go in those behaviors, and there's two words that we wrote down before, why you know in uh preparation for the episode, and that was engaged mm hmm and present, which we talk about being present a lot, because that's what balance is, is being present in the pillar. And being an engaged father, I think, is so, so crucial. Yes. So when you hear those two words, what does that mean to you in, in the world of fatherhood?
1: So do you want them in order? I don't really care. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we've talked about present so much, so I'm going to do yeah. them in anti-order. So let's right. we'll say present. Yeah. Present for me, having kids that were born in the nineties, mm-hmm. in the early nineties to the mid nineties, much different than where Dustin is yeah. with kids nowadays. It was so much easier for me to be present because I did not have handheld distractions.
0: Yeah, we were talking about that in in prep for the show. It's was it different? And and I love how honest because you know people were like, "Oh, in my time it was harder." No, but I, I love the honesty and the transparency that you're talking about there because you didn't have the the at ease of a distraction. You we, had to work for
1: your distraction. We did. <laughs> we, that is exactly right. Yeah. So being present was easier now. There were plenty of dads I knew that were not present. Right. You know, so in my kids soccer games, baseball games, basketball, gymnastics, oh my gosh, they were in everything between all three <laughs> of them. There were some moms and dads that we never met. Now, don't know. Dad might have worked second shift. Right. So reason that he's not there. Yeah. Who knows what it was. So I don't want to just say they were not engaged, but they weren't present all the time. But the ones that were there, I mean, we were there because you didn't have anything else to do. So there was an ease for us to be present in the 90s that you don't have now. Dustin asked about that when you went to your son's or daughter's soccer game and you're all standing around on the sideline. What did you do? (laughs) Well, we watched the game or we talked to each other because nobody was on a cell phone. And, you know,
0: that shouldn't be such a shocking concept, and yet it is right now. Oh, yes. You know, I uh, my oldest is just really now getting into sports, and we've developed really good relationships with the other parents. But you look around, and there, there are definitely people on their phones. And I think now, and, and I probably was at one time, but – I also think we use our phones or that distraction as a defensive mechanism because we don't know anybody else. Mm -hmm. Right? So, and this is kind of going off a little bit off topic yet, but if we just left it in our car, what would happen? We might look weird because we don't know anyone and now we're not talking to anyone, (laughs) but you don't look weird if you're not talking to anyone and your head's in
1: your phone. Have you noticed that? That's right. It's an easy way to hide. It is. I mean, (laughs) <laughs> we all do it at places. You pick up your phone and pretend to be on it, right. so that somebody doesn't bother you. But uh, yeah, so in that way, definitely easier to be present. That's not—I don't know. It's, it, it, well, it's just it's one less distraction. There were yeah. still distractions, but that's well, me coming to it from that age of kids being a lot older.
0: Yeah, but but I also think you know present. There's the physical presence, right? Because I've also you know known kids where the parents weren't there at all. Mm -hmm. Right. Not that they were just on their phones, but they're just not there um, because they're busy, they're working or whatever it may be. But there's also that mental presence. Right. And I think that sometimes we go through the motions of playing with our kids, being at the kids game, and we're totally off in space somewhere else.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes. We had a great line in our dad's achieving with dad's workshop that we did. Bart the first one that used this a couple of people used the same description I think it was Bart that said being present is just being where your feet are and your mind is where your feet are yeah and those are the ones that that's when you're not present that we all know about whether that you know when you're out with your kids you're at an event wherever that is but your mind's on work Mm -hmm. or yeah a social engagement you have that weekend or heading to the bar with the guys whatever or finance yeah your mind can go in so many different places
0: and it's it honestly makes whatever you're thinking about probably worse because I'm going to assume when your mind's racing in a situation like that, this could just be me, but I'm going to assume it, that it's not good things.
1: No, usually isn't. I wouldn't think. Yeah. You're if not thinking about,
0: man, my bank account has so much money in it today. <laughs> that is um, the opposite. I'm treating for orange slices after the soccer yeah, game. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's like it's 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 these negative things. And sometimes when you put so much mindfulness on the negative things, it gets worse. So it was interesting at that same workshop, Bart said the same thing. I focus on a problem for 60 seconds. After that, I stop thinking about it.
1: Stop thinking about it. If I can't solve it in 60 seconds, I find somebody on my team that can, I move on.
0: Yeah. Doesn't do him any good. Yeah. So how powerful is that and how powerful or how much does that help being engaged with your kids? If you're there, a problem comes up, I can't fix it. And maybe it's, I can't fix it right now. Then you're back to your kids because you're going to be present with them. I think being the present is super, super important. Yep. yep. What about engaged?
1: Hmm. Yeah. So how, yeah. what do we mean by engaged when you're with, you know, when it talks about being a father to your kids, just hanging out with them, having good conversations with them? I think. I think, yeah, it gets into the conversations. I think it's to
0: be interested in your children. Yeah. More than just being
1: present. Yeah. I'm not just sitting beside them. Yeah, I'm having I a meaningful conversation. Exactly.
0: I want to know what they did today. I want to learn from what they did. You know, do you know, you can still learn from your children. I learn from my six and a half year old every single day at what he's got at school. And now my daughter who's three, she's starting to teach me things. <laughs> How cool is that? Right. And, but it's, that only happens if you're engaged in the conversation with them. Right. So I, I think the conversation is really, really crucial there. It's, sitting down and having these meaningful conversations with them because you want to get to know them. Do you remember when you started courting? I love that word, especially because you're seasoned. (laughs) Courting
1: your wife. This is, by the way, the second podcast in a recent history that we've used the word courting. I will use (laughs) that as much as I can. Because I saw it in the podcast notes and had to figure out, do you spell it like court? (laughs) C-O-U-R-T? I mean, nobody said it since 1937. (laughs) I love that word,
0: too. When you were courting your wife, When you asked her
1: questions, you wanted to know about her. You did. Yes. You were asking all those what we call silly, trivial questions to us now. Right. There's that country song with, I don't remember that song, where he's asking all the one of the lines is, what's the Bible verse on your wrist? Yeah. But a a whole bunch of those that you do ask, what's your favorite color? Yeah, exactly. What's your favorite
0: cereal? Why wouldn't you want to
1: know that about your children? Mm -hmm. Dustin asked me that today if I could name my kids' favorite colors. Yeah. Yeah. Two of them are boys, so yeah. and I don't it's know. It's gonna be black or blue. Colors, right, <laughs> but, know, Or I don't know, right? <laughs> Cardinal red because we're in St. Louis, yeah. yeah. But and I think that's what it's all about: being engaged,
0: is, is truly asking those questions. You know, we did uh, an interview with Larry Hagner, who is the host and the founder of the Dad's Edge podcast, mm-hmm. and you know, he was got very sick of the oh, how was school today? Fine and they went upstairs kind of thing. So then he went deeper in those conversations with his kids is what was your favorite part about school today? What was the one thing that you learned today at school? Right? And and just these different questions because A it gets them to think, which is obviously something that we always want our children to do. And B but we're learning about them. They have to think and they have to give good answers as well. And I think it's teach your children how to ask good questions.
1: Because by the way, Larry said his kids would turn and ask he and his wife that same question. Yeah. Okay. Here's my answer. You know, dad, mom, what was your favorite thing about today? Yeah. So, and we actually do that.
0: If, if we eat at the table, which is a few times a week, we go through, what are we thankful for? And what was your favorite part of the day? Mm. Yeah. Which was a lot of fun. Um, and it, and it just gets you to think more. It, it's all about being engaged. Something else with being engaged is I believe you have to set boundaries.
1: Okay. So does that what boundaries in what way?
0: So boundaries in a couple different ways. It's my boundary was when I back to being where my feet are, I have to have the boundary. I don't need to have my phone in my hand. I don't or if a work call comes in, I don't answer that work call right now. It goes to voicemail. I actually did uh, one of my tips from the truck today was about that, setting the right expectations. Well, that's having boundaries, right? So having boundaries when I'm going to be with me and also having boundaries with the kids, especially for the dads that might work at home or you do have to work kind of weird hours, set the boundary. Hey, kids, this is my boundary. I have to work but for, for this hour, whatever it may be, right? Because I have a call or whatever. But after that, then I'm all yours and setting those boundaries and those expectations with the children as well. So okay. then they know when you'll be engaged. Now, you have to be true to that. You have to be in integrity with that. If that's what you say, that's what you have to do.
1: But yeah, I think those let me, boundaries me know you, if your huge. kids are old enough, like Dustin's are, Raya maybe not so, definitely Brody. If you say, you have to you know, give me an hour, I have a couple of calls, I have some work to do, and then we will go outside and play in the scooter. Yep. Oh, yeah, 59 minutes, Brody's standing outside that door. He knows time. Eh, it's about Cool. 55
0: minutes he's going to start asking <laughs> <Okay>. but yes <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah they know so that's where it comes to that commitment if you yes. say that you better mean it because man when you have to say it the second time well give me another hour who that's disappointment yeah anyway kind of a little tangent there but yeah no sounded way. preachy
0: yeah but it's true right you should uh, to be in integrity it should absolutely be towards your
1: children right yeah we've been talking about integrity a lot the last week or two it's become yeah. our favorite word it's a good word it is a good word but there's a lot of integrity to be a balanced business dad, to be a good dad, be a yeah. good husband. Integrity definitely comes into this. We've talked a lot about just that. You have to be yourself. That's integrity. Yeah. Be who it's you the are.
0: core value, authenticity. It is. Yeah.
1: The other part about
0: being engaged is, especially when you have multiple kids, or even if it's just one kid, you know, with the mom and dad, I think you have to have one-on-one time with the kids. Yeah. You know, I I intend to do that on a monthly basis where I'll just be with my son or I'll just be with, and I'll just be with my daughter on separate occasions. And that's how you create a really, really strong bond. I feel like, you know, this is something I want to do. I want to, I want to show my daughter what it's like to have a man treat her on a date. I want to show my son what it's like to do whatever it may be. Right. And I, I do that with one-on-one attention for them. And you have to be real purposeful about that time and make sure it's in your calendar to be engaged with just
1: that child at that time. Yeah, I would agree. And looking back at it, back on it, I know I did that. Did you? My okay. wife did That's it. My question. I don't know that we knew we were doing it for that goal, um, but we were dividing our time amongst three kids. All three are, you know, they're close in age. Yeah. So there were, yeah, plenty of times I was doing things only with my daughter or our oldest son or our younger son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. That, and it was important. And we still do to this day. It's a little bit easier because our kids are 27, 30, and 33. But, you know, I'll go out with our you know, our younger son who's, you know, 30 and lives here, and he and I will do something or I'll right. go and hang out at his house or he'll come over. Right. So you get in the one-on-one time that way. I think in February, I'm going to have one-on-one time with my daughter. Nice. <laughs> Yes, I don't are. know if you could talk about that. Yeah, well, yeah I think absolutely.
0: it's hilarious. Well, well as <laughs> you brought that up, so we were invited, and we have to still fill. Anyway, we were invited to a daddy-daughter dance, and the Balance Business Stand might be one of the sponsors there. Uh, but I was talking to RJ yesterday. I'm like, well, I absolutely want to bring Raya there, but I was like, you would have to bring Madison, you know, who's 27. <laughs> so it'll
1: be a daddy-daughter dance with That's my 27 year old married daughter. And I think it's going to be fantastic. And I cannot wait. It's going to be hilarious. And she'll I think, eat it up. She's a kindergarten teacher. So she will her love Her and Ray around. are
0: going to be best friends by the end of that night. Absolutely. Yeah. She
1: will love being around all the littles. Yes. As she calls
0: them. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's really important there. So I loved how you, you guys did that. And, you know, sometimes I think this goes back to what I started this with. You didn't know what you were doing when you were doing it. No. And yet you were still doing
1: it. <laughs> right. Right. Thank God.
0: And, and maybe sometimes you were splitting your time and going out with one of the kids at that time just to make it easier on the spouse.
1: Oh, I think there is no doubt about that. When you have right. three that are, you know, each of ours are three years apart, but yeah, you were dividing and conquering. Hey, I'll take one yeah, and do this. You have the other one, one's napping, the youngest, yeah. you know, I'll take Blake, we'll go do this. Yeah. You know, just go outside and throw a ball. Wh- whatever that is. Yeah. There's no doubt it was some of that just to ease the other person, just the workload.
0: You know what I've also seen, and it actually might've been Larry from the Dad's Edge podcast there, but he take, does trips every year with his kids. Or maybe once a year, each kid gets a different trip or something like that. I don't, I don't know the, the timely on that, but I love that idea. Yeah. Because um, I love traveling, but do something. What is on their bucket list, we're going, right? You know, common interest, sometimes I'm Ooh. taking an interest in this thing because they have it, not because it's an interest of mine. And I think that, that's really important to make sure that we're doing that with our children.
1: Yeah. So many of the things we do, it's the interest of ours as Correct. the parent and the kid follows on. Correct. This is flipping it the other way. Yeah, and especially when they're
0: older. And probably a little hard for me right now, but I know you You and your boys did a golf trip
1: not too long ago. Yeah, we do a golf trip every spring. Yeah. That's also with my five brothers-in-law and yeah. their sons, no girls allowed. Yeah. And it's big, you know, sometimes 16, 18 of us now because we have so many kids and the kids are grown. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So we're already planning it for this year. Our older son will be on deployment. He's the one that's in the Navy, so he will miss, but- um our younger son, and our new son-in-law, of which we only have one, because Ooh. I have one daughter. Nice. So Kyle is saying if he can get away from work, nice, he's already taught. So there could still be three of us showing up. Kyle's first trip to the cough trip. But yeah, so that's great one-on-one time, even though we're with all different people. Right. And it's a great common interest. We have a, just such a good time. We have great conversation on those. So yeah, cool stuff. Yeah,
0: so I love that. So I again, you know, we 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 opened up this episode with the goal of the balanced business dad is to have kids that adore you, mm-hmm. and what I think I want to close with is you know being engaged and present, but it's time. Time spells legacy. Time spells love. I've heard that before too. Giving your children the time. And being there with them in that time.
1: And it's really all they want from the times they're young. Our kids have not changed, luckily, because they still like my wife and I. They want to be with us. Our daughter comes over every couple of weekends. She's here in St. Louis, but she lives in the city. So she's probably 45 minutes away from where we live. Her husband's a doctor, so he'll have weekends where he's working shifts at night. And we'll get a call, hey, what are your mom doing on Friday? And she will come over on Friday, hang out, spend the night. Go back on Saturday. Yeah, she wants to hang out with us. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's just our sons are the same way. We have a golf event we're doing next week, and our my younger son is going to play in that. Nice. So he's like, yeah, this is cool. Could hang out with dad for the day. Yeah, yeah, that is definitely the goal. You want kids that adore you, want to hang out with you, and are not a holes. I don't go. know if I can say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, we just that. did. That <laughs> might get believed.
0: So, guys, I, I think you understand where we're going with this, but I wanted to share it with you. Because we all want the kids that adore us. So this is how, in my opinion, not to make this a how-to episode, but this is how. Go be engaged. Go be present. Go be with them when you're there. Give them a little time. Yeah. And be engaged and present. Awesome. Guys, I would also love to hear how you show up engaged and present with your children. And you can do that at our free Facebook group, The Balanced Business Dad. You can join that group if you're not, which you should be, but you can join that group at dadupgroup.com. It'll take you right there. Click the link, join the Facebook group. You can also watch a video of how we utilize the Dad Up Framework. This would be a if this was a challenge in your life, you can utilize the DADUp framework to help this pillar. So we'd love to see you there. We'd love to hear how you actually show engagement and being present with your children.
1: Kind of the challenge of the week for the dads that are on that Facebook group, which should be all of you. Yeah. uh, Comment.
0: Put something in there.
1: Let us know. What did you intentionally do this week? To be more engaged and more present with your kids. And it does could be just went to Dairy Queen and get a blizzard and actually listen to their story of the day. Oh, yeah. I've got I I
0: was gonna quit, but I'm not because I gotta tell a story speaking (laughs) of Dairy Queen and a Blizzard. I went, it was just my daughter and I, again, she's three, and we went and we went to get ice cream. And one of the coolest scenes I've ever seen in my life, I was there with my daughter, and there was another father there with his daughter, and I bet they were. 45 years older than my daughter and i <laughs> and it was the neatest thing i think i've ever seen because it was obviously an elderly man but there with his daughter getting ice cream and then just the the two worlds seeing each other there uh, it was so cool so anyway i wanted to <laughs> close with that guys go make some time for your kids and be engaged when you're there and we will see you next week i
1: will right, we'll see you guys